we're not hosting things, right? We're just kind of rolling starts here. Yeah, I did a car is going to. I kind of I did a really weak clap. Did you hear my clap? No. I normally don't hear the, the thing clap. Is, the cutoff. So yeah. It was so pathetic. Are you gonna leave <laughs> the claps in the final audio so that someone is like? <laughs> I like to imagine so it's like Sunday morning. They're like pouring a coffee. Cats asleep on their lap. They put on Gone Shooting. Yeah. New video game podcast. And they hear that clap. Cat jumps up, hot coffee, third degree burns, spending but, the next month in the ER. Except yeah, we replace, replace the clap sound with the doom shotgun effect, shotgun sound effect. Maybe we no, should. Maybe we should do calming. that. Yeah, we should start every episode with uh, with the super shotgun from Doom. Just so everyone knows like, that this is this is this is real now. This is the real video game. We're not talking around. Yeah. Do you think uh, J.R.R. Junior Tolkien? Remember, isn't he the one who was like, the most pleasing sentence in the English language is cellar door. Yeah, but he was a fucking fanny. That's not <laughs> nice. He wrote stupid <laughs> books. Everyone's always like, oh yeah, you know he invented his own language. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can do. I can do that easy. Yeah, I, yeah, I can do that. No problem. Ibble bibble. No problem. Yeah, I've just invented two fucking words of my own language. Like, who gives <laughs> a what shit? Is, what does ibble mean? Uh, it means car. What? <laughs> okay. What does what does bibble mean? Airstrike. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know they say that the thing where you can tell a lot about like a culture's values based on their language, right? What they yeah. have words for, what they don't. So Ed's language has words for cars and airstrikes. Yeah, well, it's it's, uh, it's a it's a it's a young yeah. language, you know. It's a young language. Yeah. It'll develop. Um, yeah. All right. This is the second episode of this show. No introductions needed. Um, you know what I thought of though is we used to have this uh, barber in this little town I grew up in, and when he would take presumably take some time off from cutting the greasy locks of truck drivers and uh other other folks in this town <laughs> steel workers uh he would hang a sign on the door that said gone fishing and as a kid i was like this guy loves fishing and i think i even asked him once like how is the fishing he was like oh i don't <laughs> i don't i don't actually go fishing like i, I go fishing but not i don't not close the shop to go fishing yeah because i remember thinking like it's like two in the afternoon on like a thursday in the summer I'm like he's fishing right now this is what adults can do this well I, anyway i chose the name gone shooting based on i think it's the acdc song what's the acdc song it's got it's really oh. good it's got a really good opening um which i wanted to use as the theme but i thought that the one that we did last time which was the little the little konami uh boop 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 is actually quite good. Yeah, um, one of the most ple- pleasing sounds. Yeah, humanity's discovered. Uh, gun shooting is a yeah, it's a good song. It's in the uh, soundtrack for Beavis and Butthead does uh, do America, which is a really funny film. But we're not talking about films. You know what else is on the soundtrack? And I listened last night. I had for some reason a curiosity. I wanted to listen to One Hot Minute by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. I was like, I can't believe I used to sit in a car. And put on an ibble, and uh, and put put that CD in my discman and be like, this is what I'm going to listen to all day today. Mm-hmm. It's one hot minute. 
And Elton stinks. Well, you're stinks. probably like, you know, wearing like deep, like cargo short Jinkos mm-hmm. and like Hawaiian t shirt, button up um, Hawaiian t shirt or a o- button up shirt. O- Oakley sunglasses. Frosted tips. No, and glasses yeah, to I the never... very ceiling. Yeah, I didn't have access to those. I was the youngest, so I had hand me downs. Well, you could get, you know. get Foglies. Yeah, those are available. Those are everybody had those. Foglies. It's like they look like Oakleys, but if you apply the slightest amount of pressure, everything would pop apart like a like a <laughs> Lego set, like a Kinder toy, <laughs> Kinder egg toy. <laughs> which uh, to be which on singles faces. are on that album? Aeroplane. Which is on? Actually, that's not on Beavis and Butthead, is it? I don't. Didn't they write that. one for it? Yeah, they wrote a track. They they did a cover of "Love Roller Coaster" by that's I, right. I, I, by, which I think is originally by the Ohio Players. Uh, that's actually a, that's a decent cover. I it's think, a great. In my mind. It's a great song. Yeah. Hmm. That, that's that was only Dave on Navarro remember, though. Yeah. Well, sure. Uh, um. Yeah, don't they want to go to Las Vegas and Beavis and Butthead because they hear an old woman talking about all the slots? That's part of it, but <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not using the podcast to recap the plot of Beavis and Butthead to America, but yeah, essentially that's why. <laughs> why not? Someone someone steals their television and then through a sort of like comedy of errors and misunderstanding, they get hired by Bruce Willis to assassinate right. to assassinate his wife, who is played by Demi Moore. Who then pays right. them to actually go and assassinate Bruce Willis? Um, yeah, right. They're on like a tour bus when they're, they're on a tour bus. Slots. Yeah, no, that's when they're on the yeah. plane when they hear about. It. Remember Do there was a King of the oh. King of the Hill cameo too. Well, they've got there's Tom Anderson in there who has Hank Hill's voice but and face, but it's a slightly different character. Aren't yeah, you the two a... boys that have been whacking off in my camper? <laughs> <laughs> Was he? Didn't he wear like a one of those like fishing hats? Kind of. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's got like a sort of fishing and, boonie. And so he's not. Shorts. He's not actually Hank Hill. No, no. Mike's no, a different character. Mike Judge it's said the same that, that character. That voice for Thomas <laughs> Anderson came from a guy that basically Mike Judge and his older brother used to do a paper round in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and there was a guy who answered the door, and he didn't believe that. Mike Judge and his brother were the actual paper boys. So it's like, they were like, you know, we bought your paper. It's like, I don't want your paper. You're not my normal paper boy. And they were like, well, you know, if you don't, if you don't sign the thing for the subscription, then we can't give you the papers. Oh, I'm going to get the paper when the real paper boy comes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good story. He's, he's on, he's on YouTube talking about where he gets all the voices from. And that's, mm. that's one of them. Well, well. Why don't they make a Beavis and Butthead video game? That, I know they have. Yeah, but yeah. Why not existed. a new one? Yeah, what's the market? Let's make a new one. It's not quite as uh, us? relevant. <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, me. Tired, yeah, tired, tired old fake dads. Yeah, <laughs> aren't they? Aren't they supposed to be catering to us as middle-aged men? Aren't we supposed <laughs> to have culture? This is funny, right? Because. I was always under the impression, and it is true, partly, that video games are made for, yeah, like, frustrated single white guys. And here I am, a frustrated single white guy, and I fucking hate video games. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you need to be playing them maximum three hours a night. 
Um, you see, I don't know. I don't know if it's the other way around. You know, on whether they only make sense now when you're doing it 15 hours a day. If you turn into that like Asman Gold guy, and that's the only way now that video games work. Maybe that's our topic. Because I was fascinated by that guy. I looked at a few things this this week. Yeah. And. Uh, but I, I maybe I don't know enough about him. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to rib too much on him because he's made a fool of himself. And on the surface, he's like. He's very kind of risible and um, easy to criticize, but I'm also aware, I think that like, he lived with his mum for a long time and then she died. And- Oh, like, is that why he doesn't know how to like, take care of himself? Uh, yeah, and perhaps why he's not cleaned the house ever. There's something like psychologically not kind of lined up yet. And I, I yeah, I don't want to go, I don't want to go too in on that guy. Um, it's like when you watch you know, I watched like two episodes of Hoarders back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, this is gross, haha. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, these people are just like extremely vulnerable. sad, mentally yeah. ill. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not so fun when it's like some old woman being like, this reminds me of my husband. Yeah. And I'm all alone now. And you're like, oh, okay, this, haha, ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh, so we need a different topic. Yusuf, what's the what have you been thinking about with video games lately? What's been consuming your what's been making you shoot up in the middle of the night wide awake screaming in video games mm. in video games that's a good question i mean very little i don't i try not to think about them um <laughs> because don't, i like to sleep well don't, don't say that on the podcast <laughs> but i actually did have a a a conversation this morning about games so i guess i could talk about that which is who with your cat it doesn't matter who with did you have a conversation <laughs> about video games with your cat why do you assume that i don't have any friends and only have or people in my life besides animals because i'm surrounded by animals <laughs> you may be i mean you're on maybe onto something I, i'm looking at two cats right now who are thankfully yeah. asleep and not begging me for food um exactly but father so, so, the patreon <laughs> yeah, do a so, good episode father <laughs> we need father more of the patreon kibbles <laughs> kibbles okay, for sorry, my belly <laughs> uh yeah like it, so i was talking to my cat and then so we were basically the the, que the question i was like writing about games for people who don't like you know play 15 hours a day of video games for for an audience that's a little wider than uh the enthusiast audience and i think the question was mm -hmm. like you know you know you play a game and the games in the triple a space and the mainstream space you just it's just very hard to defend them to people who aren't like soaked in the ether of bullshit that games like, but that's what drenched. I, like, I I feel like I'm showing the cameraman around like the Jonestown compound. <laughs> Is this no? It's last episode we recorded. You said something. You're like, I'm gonna have to edit out some Jonestown material. I, I'm I'm, Why I'm getting closer. Keep coming back. I don't know. I'm getting closer to doing the the why video games are like Jonestown article for Waypoint or something. Yeah, um, uh, Waypoint that that exists. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. first Y or Waypoint. It's gonna start a blog we called were... Waypoint. Let's call it. Waypoint it's, it's, not, it's up for it's up for grabs now. So let's just make a Waypoint blog. 
Yeah, yeah but I, I'm I'm totally with you, Seth. I don't know how you how you show. Well, you don't. How do you explain like I don't know even even the better stuff like how do you explain Death Stranding to <laughs> to someone who's <laughs> never played a video game? That one, I think that's a bad choice because I think you can be like. It's a game where you're. It's essentially you're playing as a guy hiking and delivering things. And yeah, that that's the that, that's, premise. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah, but then watch you it know? for ten minutes. How yeah. many questions no, would you say, have? Say like, it's it's a kind of like then the cutscenes you know, start. <laughs> yeah, but people are not yeah, so, so. I mean, people hang watch on. You, you just you just for Christ's sakes. You just fell down that mountain. Why aren't you dead? You know what I mean? Like it's those kinds of questions. Why can't you go through that door? And you can go through that door. How do you know what you're carrying on your back? Like, if we're talking about someone who's, like, just totally, you know, unexposed to video games, nothing in them makes any... This is why I always talk about um, the Conan O'Brien Clueless Gamer uh, yeah. series. Because he just, like, he's got a great... I don't even know if it's, like, a, a, an ability as such. It's just through, kind of, virtue of barely having played any games. Like, he will play it and... Like, there's a really good bit, and I think in the Resident Evil 6 episode from years and years ago, where he's in this huge dining hall with all of these tables laid out, and there's one path between two rows of tables that you're clearly meant to go down, and then the, the next one over, there's like a chair in the way. Uh, it's like, it's just, it's just a chair. And his question is like, well, hang on, why can't I just climb over the chair? And obviously, if you like playing a video game, you, you know that that's been put there to kind of block you off and send you down the critical path. But to an outsider, it's like, well, can't I just walk past the chair? And it's stuff like yeah. that that I think, yeah, like, if you're showing a video game to anybody who's never really encountered them before, yeah, the stuff well, that we take for granted is just baffling. I think, I think, I think the thing about, like, I think the thing about, like, playing or, or showing someone, like, saying you have, no, you have no context for this is different than writing about them and just saying, this is a thing. This is kind of what you do in it, and this is what it's about. And I think that's... What I was going to say is, I think that's the best way to write about games, honestly, is is to assume that you're not being read by people who are spending all their time playing games. I think that's the worst audience mm. to write about. And that's mm. the audience that gets <laughs> written to all the time. And mm. I've like tried since back in the... Like the shooter, one of the like editorial ideas was like, write this for people who might be interested for some brain poisoned idea of like reading about first person shooters who like people who have, and this is like always like my kind of like ideal reader is essentially someone who like has other interests, who is like curious about games and is going to read a thing about games with like an open mind basically mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. you you don't assume that they're going to put up with the bullshit of it though it's like that clueless gamer mm -hmm. thing the one thing i always noticed is like i remember i was watching an old one it was like watchdogs or something and you know conan's like going along with all the, the stuff with the cell phone hacking and everything and then you like pull out a gun and just like dome a guy and he conan <laughs> is always when there's something violent going like whoa you know because <laughs> it's like yeah that's not like, you're not used to that if you just watch, like, movies and TV or, you know, there's plenty of violent stuff. But I think just the, like, blasé nature of killing people in games is, like, uh, something that gets a rise out of people. And it's, like, important it, yeah. to, like, remember that kind of thing. Like, here's this game. Maybe you're going to be just shooting dudes in the head for 15 hours, you know? Yeah. 
Was there going to be a second part of that? No, that's I, no. I, fell, uh, I fell asleep after. He's, he, yeah, he's done. Uh, he's not going to talk anymore in the rest of the show, I don't think. I mean, I, I totally see your point. I mean, I think it's the, the opposite side of that is like, you know, uh, like you're basically, we're basically kind of like making game, like, like we've talked about this before, we're making games seem cooler than they are. <laughs> because we're like, we're kind of <laughs> gliding over the parts about, you know, and now you have to go collect 20 things so you can yeah. open the door to get to the next room and then collect 10 things and talk to this person. And you have two conversation well, options. Like, we can like, write about that shit, but, but, you know, then we can write about the themes and the you know, I, context I, I and the nuance. <laughs> really want to do one day, I, and probably I might do it this year, I might do it for bullet points, is basically write an absolute like second <laughs> yes. by second account of what you actually do. In a video That's, game, that was kind of like, didn't you do something like that for the like Modern Warfare Two? When it's like, here you are, and then I think it was a, or it was maybe that review. Uh, that was a review, right? For was it for Polygon? Yeah, Ed, and I like yeah. that thing about it. it's like you become a missile, like you you turn into yeah, a yeah. Missile. Yes, that was really like because it's like you know it's and part of me is like well how many of these things are kind of like formal things that you take for granted? Like you watch a movie or TV and you're like, you know, a, a cut to a different time or scene or something. You're not like, Whoa, mm. how'd we get over there? Like you, we've internalized that language. Right. But yeah, but that, that I'm but, kind of, but that's makes a lot more sense. But it's, it, it's more like I was playing, uh, our beloved Kane and Lynch two last night, which is a kind of, which is a, a great game and a coherent game as compared to a lot of others. Uh, and if I was talking to somebody about it or kind of writing about it, I'd say, I don't know, there's this gunfight in the streets and you're moving between, you know, like crashed cars, taking cover. What I wouldn't say is, you know, and then you kind of walk around in a circle for like eight seconds trying to find some ammo on the ground. And <laughs> then Kane, uh, the AI Kane, like stands in front of you for a moment shouting we've got to move even though he's standing right in front of you you know all of this kind of like uncanny weird stuff that just happens like every minute of every game basically uh yeah it's like if you're watching a movie and then like it's just constantly like the reel is slipping off and you're just seeing yeah like, yeah the editor like kind of scratching his ass or like yeah <laughs> you're just, right. the scene plays again for some reason yeah or, or like, or like one, the one thing the act. in action. Oh, sorry. I was no, just gonna go say like, the thing in the thing in action movies, which I remember from like, you know, uh, certain people are like. I remember the way of the gun, <laughs> Benicio del Toro and Ryan Philippi, and uh, I remember people being like, hearing this thing where it's like, this movie's excellent because the way they hold the guns is appropriate and there are the proper number of bullets in each clip or magazine or whatever. And it's like, oh. they reload and they, and then there was the John wick thing, right? It was like, look at this. He reloads. He like drops a gun when it's out of bullets because reloading would take too long and all these different things. And it's like, okay. Like if you can make that look cool, I guess <laughs> like, otherwise who gives a shit? Like, uh -huh. who, like how cool is a John Woo? Like, how cool is hard boiled like shouting on fat like you know diving down a, a staircase with like two pistols just shooting like 50 shots each it's it's 
you're not in it for I mean it's the balance between reality and, and fantasy right in in how you portray something do you remember that guy yes. who 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 did that post about um, central axis relocking in Resident Evil Four remakes? You know, you know how John Wick kind of like, you know the way John Wick holds the pistol, and it's kind of like quite close to his chest, uh, yeah, in two hands, and then he kind of turns it slightly to the side. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Course, it's, of course, it's called yeah. it's called central axis relocking, right? And someone someone took Resident Car. Evil Four. Car, someone <laughs> someone took Resident Evil Four remake to task because Resident Evil Four is set in two thousand and five, and it was like, yeah, people weren't using central axis relocking in two thousand and five. Yeah, like, a, why did the military not invent it yet? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it like didn't exist as a as a technique. Or like, poli- yeah. or like SWAT teams or whoever like came up yeah. with the Is- Israeli Defense Force, like who like. Whoever who comes up with the, gun, the gun moves. Hang on, let me let me just Google when was center <laughs> axis relock invented. Uh, it was developed. It was developed by. It was developed by a guy called Paul Castle. Who Sounds was, worse, yeah, it was Paul Castle Doctrine. Yes. Who worked? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Paul Castle Doctrine. A real doctor. person. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and he developed shot his wife and board. children. <laughs> Central Axis relocked when they surprised him in his den. Apparently, so it doesn't actually. It says that he died in 2011. That guy you're making jokes about is fucking is, is dead. Well, I don't know anything else about yeah. him. Yeah, maybe he's a cool guy. This he just randomly. Was like, wait, maybe I have an idea for how to hold a gun. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just walked around his house. <laughs> he was like, the same pour a glass of water better. <laughs> He's like, if you hold the Brita near your chest, it's fewer motions to the glass. I think we should, that absolutely is something we should try. Just keep things close to the chest, and then every now and then, like, rotate them. I'm going to uh, try my keyboard. My keyboard I think, is going to be... You know, I feel like with the remote control, for example, I have a cheap, t- like, TV, like... Uh, every one out of every like three times I miss the the signal. What if, I need to central access relock that shit. Yeah, I think that's gonna get me like ninety nine percent accuracy on my channel changing. Sometime I open the lid of the recycling bin with my foot, like I, I just dip a toe under the handle, and lift it up. If you have a, if you have a like joke, an ape man. I sometimes do it when I'm masturbating. I central access relock. <laughs> Like that sounds painful. It. I turn it to the side a little bit. No, it's fine. It is. It's agony, but it looks fucking cool. I put on like I put on like Grimes or you know some kind of like synth music, mm-hmm. and I yeah, yeah. I, I do it like that. And you kind of do like tactical tactical rolls around the room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna make the uh, the John Wick of, of masturbation <laughs> action films. That should be a, yeah, make a make a OnlyFans. <laughs> Of you just kind of combining masturbation with like stealth, tactical stealth espionage. Yeah, I'm think I'm thinking I'm gonna come. <laughs> uh, it just says that uh, what was his name? Paul Castle. Yeah, yeah he died in 2011, but he developed it. Of be- what? It says he it says he developed it before he died, which you know you'd, you'd expect. <laughs> I wonder, like, does that mean like he did it like imminently, like it was? Yeah, it was, was kind of not a, long before. It was on died. his deathbed. He was whispering. It's on his deathbed. Yeah. Cut his family. 
Yeah, he had like the no, that's too dark. <laughs> I was just saying like Jello on a plate, and he's central no. axis. Oh, for fuck's Stop. sake, Reed! Hang on, you can't help I, yourself, Reed. I got in touch. No. This is this is me reading from an article. I got in touch with Jeff Johnsgard. He's the leading expert on the central axis relock system. I asked him how the John Wick films portray central axis relock. Quote. Okay. Quote. That's not really center axis relock, he said. I I don't know who trained Keanu on this system, but it wasn't us. Wow. Wow. Different schools of central axis relocking. I don't know what to believe now. I remember when I first played Snake Eater, and they're Mm. like, this is close quarters. What's CQB stand for? Close quarters. CQC. Snake. Try to remember some of the basics of CQC. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, this like acronym is this is very video gamey. This can't be, this can't be real. It's it's too, you know. But then there's the CAR system. Mm. You know, maybe this is all. And the it's really the funny Ible too because they're like, yes, they're like, yeah, the Ible system. And they're like, remember your moves, Snake, like punching a guy in the throat. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, or tri- I, tripping a guy. I thought in Resident Evil, Resident Evil in Metal Gear Solid Law. That CQC was like a progenitor to Krav Maga that the IDF uses. It kind of seems like that. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. They're the ones who always come up with those crazy moves. Yeah, it's like how you, how you can... very little application outside of killing like niche. twenty guys. This is how you kill yeah. twenty guys. <laughs> yeah. It is wild. To it's how you like... bully a, a like a ho- yeah. hostage population. This is how you. This is how you. Blind an eight-year-old using only one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, isn't isn't it wild that they have this super advanced like martial art, like hand-to-hand combat system mm. for, like, when are they using that? Yeah, you know, they don't seem like, to on need the that. way to the, on the way to the the drones. Yeah, the drone pilots. <laughs> I think it's cool though. I think every country should have their own trademarked martial arts military system. martial arts. And that should be how wars are fought from now on. Yeah, all so hand to hand. Competitor, hand to hand, on an island, uh, <laughs> like a like a kind of Fortnite thing, but with martial arts. Like a, a Fortnite mm. thing. Yeah, no weapons though. No weapons. Yeah. No. Um, what would the UKs be? Uh, like yeah, just... kind of like a kind of like a variation on drunken boxing. That's just called... <laughs> yeah. I was I was thinking actually that's pretty obvious. It's called like pissed boxing or hooligan boxing, <laughs> football boxing. Yeah. What would a uh, what would America's be? <clears throat> oh, America's. Uh, I feel like it, uh, I feel like I would have you'd have to incorporate an SUV in there. Like you wouldn't be <laughs> crashing them into each other, but you'd be like kind of like hitting each other from the windows mm. of neighboring SUVs. Like it'd be a little bit of like a jo- <laughs> like a horse jockeying situation. It's like, it's like a cavalry <laughs> charge, but it's exactly. just SUVs. Yeah. And... yeah. 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 A big red arm hanging at the side that just yeah. slaps and it's extra dangerous the because they're incredibly unsafe vehicles that are constantly flipping over. So it's like actually so, there's, a, there's definitely a skill a skill component there. Apparently, you yeah. guys you guys actually invented some martial arts. Uh, Who Canadians? Can- Canada. Uh, no, Canada. <laughs> America. You've got one like kickboxing is apparently what. Mainly an American thing, and there's also one called Jailhouse Rock. 
<laughs> jailhouse, jailhouse, jailhouse Rock is a martial arts system that was developed in the US prison system. There's uh, one called Marine Corps Martial Arts, and there's one called Special Combat Aggressive Reactionary System, or SCARS. <laughs> That was developed That's by the Navy the most SEALs. Bullshit name I've ever heard. And uh, <laughs> reactionary Chuck, combat. Chuck Norris made his own martial art called Chun Kuk Do. Yeah. Is that a Taekwondo thing? With, you know, though, you go back in time and there's like, what is it's the one Bruce Lee movie and he fights Chuck Norris in it. He does. And yeah. you're like, Chuck Norris <clears throat> actually used to like be a guy who fought. Yeah. Like. On, in movies, it's Wyatt the Dragon, like I think, that he fights. Chuck is he a him? And then maybe like Kareem Abdul Jabbar at some point. Is it that same movie? That's um. Does is that fight? Enter the Dragon or no? Chuck Norris is definitely in Way of the Dragon. Yeah, hmm. as well as a guy called Unicorn Jam. That's a good name. And a guy called John um, Derbyshire. We should talk about uh, video games again because I seem to remember that that was like the the premise. Should we answer some quest questions? Let's do some questions. Let's try and bring it back round to video games with some questions from. Uh, we'll return to from the, the martial arts here. martial arts conversation at a later date. Yeah, that's so cool. We're Imagine tabling your, what a life Kareem Abdul Jabbar has had, and he's like a pretty good writer too. Uh, yeah, he's. Talk he about a good essay. A unicorn. That dude can do everything. Does it all. Okay, here's anyway. here's a simple one. I, I mean, I, who's, vid- I, who's video games Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Uh, cliff, cliff, cliff. Yeah, I would just say cliff. cliff the answer to all of those questions is just... he can do comedy. He can do game design. <laughs> he can uh, tweet. Tweet so about loving his wife's ass but... all the time. Did he? he yeah. Did he do, a, did he do a Kevin? About... Did he do a Kevin Smith? He did he pull a Kevin Smith. Like a yeah, in ways that like I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't sound good repeating the things he tweets about his wife. You know. Yes. Yeah. You have to look for yourself. Yeah. See. Give the, give him a follow, follow references. Yeah. Yeah. You got if if you're not following Cliff Brzezinski on Twitter, you're missing out. He's. This is Follow Back Friday, Cliffy B. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is bullet points FBF. Yeah, trying uh, to get some underrepresented voices out there. Um, Cliff, if you're yeah. listening to this, follow bullet points, dude. <laughs> Okay, this... Uh, if, he, if, if he follows bullet points, we should cover whatever fucking game he's... My, my fucking dream is to get Cliff Blazinski on I would love show. to have Cliff on the show. If we get... I would love it. I'm not, even, I'm not joking. No. I would half serious... I want a two-part podcast. I want to actually talk to him about the games he's made. Yeah. I want to slip him some Louis Theroux-style questions about the potent allegories of the time in Gears of War that I think he would answer only if you approach it sideways and then i want to talk to him about stand-up um ass eating i think is one of the topics he likes to talk about uh comic books i think he likes i want to hear about yeah how he learned to write comic books i kind of want to talk to him just about like where you get the best haters chicken, where you get the best chicken wings like what's your I, f- I want to talk to him about haters too he has lots of thoughts about haters what's what do you get from cinnabon uh, what's your favorite yeah, genre juice? His, his favorite you know? stall at the mall. His favorite store at the mall. Yeah, his favorite store at the uh, mall. You know, what's you... his favorite food? I wonder. Yeah. Does he uh, does, uh, does he like all wheel drive? It is, or is he more of a four wheel drive? Is he a four wheel drive guy? <laughs> is he a rear wheel drive guy? Yeah. 
do you think we should do like a like do a, do you take exam do you take advantage of the free samples at Costco? I just want to talk to him about like yeah yeah going shopping. I think we should make like a Tiger Beat style magazine with like Zach mm-hmm. Coates or mm-hmm. uh, just sort of like Cliff surrounded by hearts like different things we've learned from like trivia like that yeah you know mm-hmm. well like that yeah. that one Daddy, about, Daddy Cliff what's Daddy that Cliff one that ongoing fan comic about Glenn Danzig and the other guy. Um, fuck. The other guy. Yeah, there's that comic about Glenn Danzig, and it might be your man from Black Flag, Henry Rollins. Oh, and okay, someone okay. does like a fan comic where they're in a relationship, um, and the sort of <laughs> the sort of urban myth is that like Henry Rollins thinks it's hilarious and Glenn Danzig hates it, but it's been going for yeah, years and years. Sounds about right. That would be a great odd couple TV show. What Danzig and Rollins? Yeah. Let me just I'd check. I'd love to that. see those two. Let me just check that. Just have a conversation. Is it Glenn and Henry? Henry and Glenn. Henry and Glenn forever. Yeah, that's what it's called. You should look it up. It's yeah. It's like a. It's like a kind of gay um, fantasy comic starring yeah Glenn Danzig and Henry Rollins. Anyway, yeah. So we should do okay. that with like Cliff Blazinski and I don't know Ken Levine or something. No, and Cliff Blazinski. Oh yeah, two Cliffs. <laughs> um, David uh, David Jaffe and Cliff Blazinski. Oh, David Jaffe and Cliff Blazinski oh. and Jaffe. Oof. What if we did a sort of that like shit would a, be hot? <laughs> what's that like? What if we did like kind of like a parent trap with the two of them and made them start a podcast series? Oh, hosted it on the Superculture Network. Shit. Yeah. That and is parent trap. There's them trying to get um, Microsoft to stop on exclusivizing their video games. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> well, it, it's right there too. It's, you know, Cliff would be complaining about Microsoft having their heads up their asses. Yeah. And, and Jaffe would be complaining the same thing about Sony. Yeah. And maybe that could mm. unite some people because they're both like spurned, like we built these companies mm-hmm. basically, right? Basically. Basically. This is well, actually a good their, idea. This is a minds. pretty good idea. Cliffy and Jaffe. Cliffy and Jaffe. Um, right, you were going to ask a question. <laughs> yeah, I was. But I'm, you were uh, to find... I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe we should just like pour all our efforts into into the. No, we have some. Okay, we have some good questions. Okay, and okay more okay, than okay. we can even use. All right. Do you want me to pick one? Or no, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. So this comes okay. from uh, Stephen Zed on the uh, Bullet Points Discord, which you can join if you subscribe to our Patreon, which you're obviously going to fucking do after listening to this week's episode this um, might be on the patreon anyway oh, okay well maybe it shouldn't be i don't know i don't know um Who knows? do you guys have any non-triple-a stuff you've been playing or want to but haven't got the time i'm asking this question because i have an answer already uh yeah so any any non-triple-a stuff you've been playing uh yusuf i'm not a good person to ask <laughs> Because I basically don't play anything. Yusuf yeah. uh, hates video games. Uh, well, I can, I can, I can go quick. <laughs> I have, uh, I have in my wish list actually, and this is thank you in large part to the Discord. Actually, is good. There's like a cool games channel, and there's the Steam, the Steam Next Fest thing going on. So people have been tossing in demos and it's uh like demo recommendations and it's actually made me like have a little more pep in my step today about like there's some good looking games coming out but i have some demos downloaded that i want to check out like um mouthwashing looks 
fucking wild. And Ed, you told me about Children of the Sun. Yeah, that's the one I was. That was uh, that was the one I was going to bring up. Um, yeah, and there's like a free one by these mouthwashing people called How Fish Is Made. It looks pretty oh, yeah? neat. I don't know. I, I I just I opened my Steam and there's some stuff like I want to check out when I do have time. I also want to check out that game Kowloon's Curse. And this is like a pretty so much, isn't it? Yeah, and I wanted to. I played the early version of it, but what's the one that's like the Junji Ito one? It looks like a black and white comic book. Oh, I don't know, man. Oh, the Japanese sort of one. I think it's. I think it's made by a Polish guy. But it's like, like most video fake games Japanese. Are. Let's see. Let's just open Steam on here. World of Horror. I yeah. wanted to check that out. Season, A Letter to it's the Future, I wanted looking. to check out. There's this game called Indica that's like about a... Oh, yeah, that was good. Well, that's interesting. Not about weed. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Children of the Sun is my shout-out. And, yeah, Home Home Safety Hotline was pretty good. Um, I've heard some good stuff about that one. Yeah, it's, it's very kind of small... Um, as in, not just like lengthwise, but just sort of ambition. But there's a, there's a couple of good, couple of good laughs in there. A couple of good moments. Shit, excuse me. Um, I play. I've oh, been playing, I've been playing Framed. What's Framed? It's a website game where you have to guess what movie it is within five questions or five images. Oh yeah, I've done that one. I, there's one of those shots. There's that with video games as well, right? <laughs> really? I gotta yeah. I wanna check that one out. There was one where you could. I feel like video games would be pretty easy. Too. You think that? Like, There's a lot of fucking games. Like, I was and there are a lot that the... use Unreal Engine and like default shader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's. That's true. Because I, I, I'm doing it, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, I know all the fucking games, and then it's like, okay, I, I, I didn't get this one. Reveal answer, and it's like, you know, Bushido Blade Six, colon, <laughs> you know, ever ever heart quests. Or something, and it's like, oh yeah, I, I have that it. is kind of true. It's like, like the the hard part of framed is when it's like something in Marvel where you're just like, I don't fucking know. There's like twenty <laughs> sequels, but that's every video game. It's like we have to have yeah. twenty sequels, and they're indistinguishable. Um, there is one too, but I think we might talk about it at greater length. I've been playing Trapang. Hell yes, Trapang. Trapang. What's the proper name of that? Do you have to put the little super? Why am I blanking on what that's called? What, the little, the little two? The little squares? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Little... I don't know, I just call it Trapang. Is that what... Trapang. Yeah. Trapang. I, I actually had a worry. These are the kind of things I worried about. I played it a bit yesterday, and I was like, if we did an episode or something on this, and I put the uh, superscript 2 in there, would it break mm. all sorts of things? <laughs> that would, that that's is my a worry. It's my greatest fear. You two don't know anything about it. Yes. Yeah, you just say, read, put this stuff up. <laughs> read, I've read an article. Yeah. Can you put it on the website? Why isn't it up now? Can you, can you, fix, can you fix the words and make it on the web internet? Read, on the like, internet. Read, I totally forgot to write my article. Can you do it for me and put it <laughs> on the website? Can you make it on there? <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm going to talk to uh, Dan, our designer, and say... Let's just get an AI plug-in here. I think yeah. we've done enough. Yeah, let's just, <laughs> I think we've we're, written enough. Let's just automate yeah. our entire yeah, I did think of the horizon that we can sample. What sequel was it? I forget. It was some video game sequel that we covered on... Uh, on the, they're all sequels, aren't they? But um, it, I, I felt so like 
pissed off at this game or, or I was like, I, I should just take my article I wrote about the one before, like it's prequel, yeah. and then put it up and just change the name. I did <laughs> like I did that for Resident Evil Eight, basically. I just kind well, of like, you just wrote something that was about seven. Well, I wrote a description of a Ubisoft game. Do you not remember? And then I just like copy paste. I, I, I don't. I don't read your articles. I was. I was making. <laughs> I was making a point. You know, I was making a point with my article. Did you say that about seven as well? Because I remember the eight article. Because that was no. That was recent. that was the eight one. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because you talked about like, Ubisoftification or something. Yeah, that was the that was the boy. All right, let's do let's do another question. We have more questions than we're going to be able to get to. Uh, okay, so this one comes from. Uh, I like this question. Uh, I, I'm really keen to get to this one. This one comes from somebody again on the Bullet Points Discord, um, who uses the username Leaves. So I, I apologize because I you know I can't... oh it's Levi Rubeck. Oh shit, it's Levi from yeah Unwinnable. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. There you go. Stranger I, 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 leaves. Who is this leaves? Sorry, Levi. I didn't, I didn't realize that it was you. Uh, okay. Levi asks, what do you think about this boomer shooter revival? Is it nostalgia without teeth? Or is there something there worth mining? I think that's a really interesting question. Let's just try and think of... So, you know, there's like Dusk, Turbo Overkill, Rip Out. There was that one... I think it's called The Last Exterminator that's just Duke Nukem... 3D. They blend um, together at a certain point, don't they? Well, this is it. This is this is how I this is how I feel now. It's like when Dusk first came out. It's like, oh, okay, you know, that's a that's a welcome that's a welcome little thing. Uh, and now I don't know. That's kind of Quake Two esque. Now Dusk is more like what's Dusk more like? Dusk is actually more like Duke Nukem. Um, or or the first Quake kind of. It does have yeah. That, like, Speed, but like free, like you you look around all all axes, you know. Yeah. With your with your mouse. Um. It's post doom. It looks like it's got environments that are like you can um a time to kill. Even though that was a third person shooter, and then there's like oh there's yeah bit, that one. There's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of hex and there's a little bit of heretic in there. It's all it's all of them kind of together. And then there's another game called Coltic. Which kind of swam in Dusk's wake. So yeah, I mean, my my response to it is, I'm bored of it now, I guess, and I don't think I, I've played a lot of those games. I don't think I've finished any of them because the kind of gimmick wears off on me pretty, pretty fast. And I feel like for a lot of them, you know, they look like you know, name a shooter from the '90s, but they don't have the kind of character and they don't have the kind of level design and they don't have the guns or if they do they do this annoying thing where they go like too much on the guns uh, mm. and it's like yeah we've got this crazy fucking gun that does do, 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 just like in serious Sam and yeah you know it's just like diminishing returns it's you know you're, you're copying something from 25 years ago that personally I've probably played 10 or 15 times so yeah I think uh, I think it is kind of nostalgia without teeth I think it's nostalgia without teeth because of just how you know, when Levi uses that phrase without teeth, I think it's nostalgia without teeth just because the sort of tone of those games is very, 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 very sort of celebratory and very well, just like... That's, that's it. Victory right? lap, right? Yeah. That's the thing, is I think it's... it's To me, it, I'm, I'm bored of them. My eyes kind of glaze over at this point. Um, which is not to say that I think it's completely 
done that's bankrupt the idea i think it's this this video game thing of looking at the surface of something and recreating that rather than looking at like kind of the essence of something right yeah. like you look at like what makes doom so good you know doom one particularly for me mm-hmm. is like the tone of it the demons and the fucking meaty guitar you know and like with the like, little speed metal riff and stuff and like the the hell in space thing and everything it's just like it's, it's got like atmosphere and it's silly and it's like you know it's it has something to it and it doesn't i think the thing of being like we're gonna make a game where you run really fast and there's no like aim down sights mm-hmm. and there's no reload button it's like okay well what else you got you know like yeah. dusk i think that one sticks out a bit more in my memory maybe because it was one of the first one of the first bigger ones but i also felt that that one had a bit more of like a tone to it it had a bit more mood to it um so basically i think they're like it's the same trap that like you know indie games have become as bad as triple a games now at this point right where it's mm-hmm. like it's just copying form Mm-hmm. And so much. It's this very like kind of like monkey see, monkey do kind of medium right now. Or at least that's a lot of what gets through. And it's like I think the boomer shooter thing is like make some good ones. You know, there's stuff to take from those games that isn't just the the kind of like formal trappings maybe where you integrate those into something else. I don't know. Yeah, I, I... Yeah. And not to spoil Trepang, but I think that's we we should we'll talk about yeah. it more in terms of like oh you're taking I mean it's not it looks like stuff it doesn't look different but the they obviously like we were just like what can we do that's fun and unique mechanically um, that it, it feels like refreshing that accomplishes mm-hmm. it by doing something that's like unique mechanically I think yeah, like yeah. A, a lot of those if it, everyone's basically running after doom like it, it all starts with doom and everything's doom but i think that probably what gets lost in a lot of the kind of modern boomer shooters is that yeah they're like doom was kind of I, I i think anyway there was a kind of like desire to be kind of iconoclastic and you know like in poor ta- you know what was considered to be in poor taste in the 90s and stuff like this um whereas boomer shooters now are kind of crowd pleasers uh mm. and and you know kind of pursuing like a kind of mass market appeal uh, it's like whereas... somebody like with a where with a mohawk walking around now right <laughs> like, stu- like yeah yeah studs yeah. studs in their ears you're just yeah. like what are you doing it was a it was a, a good joke that i heard from a stand-up comedian once and it was something like uh I, I was walking down the street the other day and i saw someone carrying a ramones vinyl album uh what a faker i bet they don't even have a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that that's that's kind of how i feel about i don't know the the boom shooter stuff um um it, it's interesting too because when i think about doom now and like with hindsight with you know having written about and like paid attention more to to games in the last however long like the game that makes me think of like two of the things that make me think like oh this has like doom spirit it's like hotline miami which does not mm-hmm. play like doom at all but it has that same kind of like snotty attitude, you know, mm-hmm. that, and and like really defined aesthetic, right? Mm-hmm. And also the hyper violence, I think, is part of it, and stuff like like devil daggers or something too. Mm-hmm. Same thing of like 
this is going to plunge you into something we don't care about trends we don't care about like what's what's doing well i mean doom you know obviously is not i think its stature grows in hindsight like it it, it was you know a software product built on like some some technology that was breakthrough but it it has that attitude it's it it still feels like it has that like here's a couple greasy kids like just making this thing definitely you know? definitely i think um, hotline miami and it's oh, i was about to say it came out 10 years exactly after doom but it wasn't it was 2012 but yeah it it that i think spiritually is kind of the closest that we've had to doom in in a while uh, well it's like wasn't there a conversation at one point like where's where's punk in games like the yeah punk yeah yeah and it's like it i don't I mean, you look at it, right? I guess that's the closest yeah. thing is, is games that it's the equivalent of like playing in a band and you go and you, you see these bands that are like fine or they're like not gar- fine, garage they're bands. having fun. Garage bands. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, bands that are going to play, you know, a dozen live shows and say that's that was fun and that, that's all it is. And that's fine and it's good and it's, a, it's super valuable to, to be doing. doesn't mean it's... um. I guess that's punk in games. It's in a in a system that requires a lot of sitting down and concentrating. That's maybe about as punk as you can be. Is is just making something short and punchy. I'm gonna rattle us through. We've got about ten minutes left of the show, so I'm just gonna try and rattle us through a couple of quicker questions here. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Off the heels. This comes from Devon. Uh, I don't know if we have a full name for Devon. I'm just using usernames. Off the heels of your Cyberpunk 2077 revisit, are there games you've already covered for bullet points that you'd like to do another month on to re- to revisit through a current lens and have different voices contribute? I, I mean, I, I I'd like to do 100%. Red, I'd like to do Red Dead Redemption again. I'd like to do Bioshock at some point. I'd like to do. Did we ever do a full month on Max Payne? No, we never did. Okay, so that that doesn't answer the question then. Uh, but but put a pin in that one. Um, there there's stuff even that like we did Red Dead and Red Dead Two. Yeah. I want I want to find a way to make use of play those games, even though I think <laughs> the idea of being like, hey, you want to play like a combined hundred yeah. plus hours of video game is maybe not a pitch that's going to land for you. <laughs> it's like the kind of stuff where I'm like, I want to read your stuff on this. Also, yeah. I want yeah. I mean, I was already basically on board with that. Red Dead uh, 2 is, like, we've got to do Red more. Dead 2. Red Dead 1, I probably can't, because I tried playing it, even when I, back when, like, right when it came out. I could only, I had, like, one playthrough. Because there's, like, I, so I much, that's bu- there's so much I, busy work in it. Yeah, I think like, you have to, I think we could skip Red Dead 1. I think we'd just do yeah. 2 again. I think knowing, like, playing through Red Dead, the, the first one, once, I think it's good. I think it's good to know what it is, and yeah. to how that story kind of plays out. Two is just, it's it's got so much more texture and a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I like doing the revisit things. I wonder though too if people they're think fun. they're like lazy or something. But like shit, like th- there's things like I would, you know, we did Death Stranding twice. I yeah, would that was good. Happily write about it again and read more on it. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm looking I at do. Why don't we just start back at what twenty sixteen or whatever? <laughs> yeah, and start going through just go through again because well, there's still so many like major games that we haven't done. I can't believe that we've never done Max Payne or any of them. In fact, 
the series thereof. Uh, we've never done Doom. We've never we've never done the Doom nineteen ninety three one. The problem is, and this is a little peek behind the curtain. Is sometimes we talk about these, and it's like, well, what is there to say right now? Oh, come without... on, Doom and Max. No, Payne. no, no. No, 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 but you have to, I think then, you have to be careful about doing your due, your doom diligence and making sure you're not, you're not like missing some argument someone else made. I, you know? I, yeah. I, I don't like the feeling when I read something that is like something I wrote two years ago and I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah. Why did I waste my time? You know, because someone hasn't read it and then they make the same argument. I, I think, I think doom will be the last month. I think the last, last one. If, if we ever get to the point where it's like, okay, we, we, we can only do one more issue of this and then we've got to wrap it up for good. I think Doom w- would have to be the swan song, right? Or Kane and Lynch 2. Or Kane and Lynch 2 for that matter. Yeah. 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 I don't Doom know. cool. We've got to go out and Doom, I think. Um, okay. Uh, Yusuf, are there any that come to mind for you before we move um, on? Revisits? I'm not sure. Maybe Kentucky Route Zero. Mm, yeah. Because like I feel like uh, it'd be interesting to revisit again. It's been like it's gonna be four years since we've covered it. That's there's, wild. There's a lot of meat that's, on that bone. Yeah. That's fucked up. I've never finished also, it. The, you know that I've never finished Kentucky Route Zero. I did like three episodes of it. And then... It's it's worth seeing through. Yeah. I, Perfect the ending opportunity. Is, the ending is legitimately beautiful. I think. Um, yeah, I think they landed and, it very well, and like appropriately. I don't know. the The one thing too, the one part of this um, is the thing of have different voices contribute, and I think that's also mm-hmm. like any game. Maybe not um, Biomutant, but uh, most other. Games. I was that was gonna be my next one, Biomutant. I feel like we didn't give enough of a shake. You know, we need more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need more months you, on Biomutant. I feel like Biomutant was really ahead of its time, and it's like you it need was. to sit with it for a while. <laughs> It's... We actually, we actually like the coverage was very good that month. It's kind of that... insane. It's kind of insane. <laughs> uh, specific... Autumn Just brought out all the heavy hitters. Like for Biomutant. Like, actually... it's, it sucks, man. That's one of the problems too. Is you could like get a shit game and get some that no one cares about and get some like really good writing on it, and you just want to tell people like, please. And maybe <laughs> do we, we did cover near Automata? I know we didn't. Yeah. Replicant. I would, I would. That could be good. Maybe do, do that again. It's so I would just, long, but we don't. Uh, we kind of know what happens. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do any more near. Fair enough. I do remember there was a very funny thing with didn't. It was like you and Astrid. I think before she was like came on board the site, and she asked like a uh, opening like question back and forth with Ed was like, <laughs> like Ed. Have you ever liked an anime? <laughs> yeah, I, I seem to remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I said, it was like, so yeah, I like Akira. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my I like, God. I like Studio Ghibli films. <laughs> yeah, and a hundred fucking weeaboos yeah. out there slapping yeah. their foreheads. Yeah. This idiot. Uh, okay, I think we've probably got time for one more question. There is right. there, there are two good questions, but one of them is like, there's an entire episode's worth of discussion that could come from that. I so know the 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 one. From I think ben. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, maybe which, we should save that for I think next time. We though. save that for next time. That one's gonna. I, I might ask that at the end to sort of tee up the next episode. Um, but a, perhaps a slightly more quick fire question. Uh, I don't know if we answered this actually on the last episode of this particular series, but Neil asks, 
what was the best year for games in the last 10 years? Okay, so yeah, not the best year for games ever, which I think we have talked about, but in the last decade. So let's say we go back to... From from January... From 2013. Yeah, from Jan 2013, let's say, to now. How do you remember what came out in these years? Fucking, That's my problem. You, fucking you go to Wikipedia? Yeah. You, gentlemen, you have two minutes to check <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> So what are we doing? We're starting in 2014? 2013. 2013. I'll, I'll allow for 2013. So. Yeah, oh, 2013 little... was, was... There was good stuff, right? There was. There was also yeah, Bioshock was... Infinite. And Last of Us. Uh, too. And The Last of Us, yeah. Oh, that's what I meant to us. talk about this Which fucking very episode. Good. This episode... Oh, the, meant the, the behind the, the scenes? The, the goddamn <laughs> documentary, yeah. Okay, we've got, to, oh, have... we've got to talk about that next time. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch. You know what? I will watch it before next time. It'll give me. Oh my god! How long is it? Oof. It's like it's two hours long. Jeez, right. is Reed, it you, you watch it, read, and tell us know what happens. Yeah. Is it enjoyable to watch? Oh god, no. Okay. No, it sucks. Um, I'm gonna say I, I have an games. answer. I, I'm gonna say 2016, just because I really like Dishonored, and Dishonored 2 came out then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so did Titanfall 2, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, so did Inside. Inside so did not new, that year. New Doom, the last yeah. Guardian. New Doom's a good boy. Firewatch, mm. Mafia Three. Firewatch, remake. Mafia Three, Hitman. Yeah, 2016's a strong contender. That's a str- yeah. That's pretty good. I don't know. Fallout Four. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. That's 15, right? Uh, the, the, the Witness. <laughs> the, the Witness came out. The best game of all time. The witness. The, the pitness. The shitness. Um, the sweaty pitness. I like those years. I feel like I never like the years when people are like, this is the best year for games. Yeah. It's always wrong. It's like people are like, 2017, Breath of the Wild, who cares? Yeah. Start uh, Mario Odyssey, who cares? Yeah. I played that at <laughs> one of the... Well, this is an off mic, sorry. One of the darkest... <laughs> family moments in my life like i got this phone call and it's like you have to do something like in a few days it's going to be one of the most emotionally torturous things in your life and then i popped on fucking mario dude <laughs> and he's like oh that's a stars i was like mario does not know problems yeah, mario fuck, does not fuck you mario wolfenstein 2 the new fucking uh i mean that garbage. that Discounts 2017. Horizon Many Yawns. <laughs> PUBG, which killed everything. PUBG was a... Oh, God. We thought, it was... we thought we were having some innocent fun. Little did yeah. we know that it, we were looking at our, our end. At the Resident... oblivion of video gaming. Resident, Evil... Hell, Res... hell yeah. Resident Evil 7 came out in 2017 as well, which is awful. Awful game. Uh, uh, Hell Hellblade Hellblade came out. That's good. Yakuza Zero also came out. That was good. That was good. Good one. Uh, Tom Clancy's um, oh shit. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands came out in 2017. Oh, one of the oh, God. contenders for damn worst game ever made. Right? That game is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I am gonna play Ghost Recon Wildlands Breakpoint at some stage. At some break. What point. if? What if we uh, tried to like raise money for the site or something, and we just like streamed, yeah. play that thing? I'd, I'd squat up with you. Yeah, hell yeah! It's got John Byrne. Remember when? Remember when we squatted up and took vacation pictures? It mm-hmm. was like the <laughs> lads' weekend away. That was <laughs> that was good. 
<laughs> yeah. We did the Thelma, Thelma and Louise and drove the pickup truck off the cliff. 2017 was a, <laughs> was a bad year. Outlast 2. Uh, oh, that game stinks. Yeah, that was a real, a real honker. Uh, yeah, we, 2017 was, I think that was a low point. Um, what happened? In, uh, did, did anything come out? Oh, Cliffy B's 2017 shooter Lawbreakers. Oh, that changed the industry. And then, yeah, ReCore. <laughs> it's like five people played ReCore. The Evil Within 2. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, 2017 was a bad one. I don't think it gets any better after that year. I I, no, I, I think you're right. I think 2016 was like the last good year. But every year there was something that made me, the thing I always say, something that just fucking pulls you back in. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, you had, Hellblade? A, you had a terrible... Hellblade, Hellblade had, rules. You had a terrible 2017, but then 2018 comes along and we've got... You know, we've got Red Dead 2 in there. That's a good one. And... That seems... <laughs> That seems to be it. That's about it. Whip out my uh, magnifying glass. Yeah, that's no, about it. Eat. Oh, Yusuf, if you love Hollow Knight, or maybe that was just on Switch that year. Yeah, I think it was. Before, it had already come out. Yeah, there was Detroit Become Human in 2018. That is one of the funniest games of all. That's time. the game where the robot graffitis "We Have a Dream," and <laughs> yeah, and the robots all have to ride on the back of the bus. It's a very serious game. Very serious uh, game. The God of War reboot. You know the first it, half yeah. hour of that game is pretty good. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, Detroit, Detroit Become a Human is important because it caused a rift in, with Jesse, what's his name, got a divorce. Because he what? was he started sleeping with the woman, his oh, co-star. Oh, shit, and he, are you real? And then they, and then they like, they, they split up. And he, with his wife, and then he re, he married he, or he started dating that lady. What's her name? So I don't their names. The the the, late, the, from Lan, the Friday Night Lights. The yeah. Lance Henriksen, the Lance Henriksen sex robot from Detroit Become <laughs> Human. What he went out with the blonde robot. The the no, not Lance Henriksen. Br- oh no, with um, no, not Lance Henriksen. Minka Kelly. Minka Kelly. Who's Minka Kelly? She was like the the main female character. Is in she the main one? Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Yeah, but then, yeah, but Jesse, whatever she, his she name up is, but Jesse Williams, she hooked, they hooked up, right? Okay, and he, yeah. he was like already married to somebody else. But Jesse Williams, in the game, he's like Lance Henriksen's live-in like boy. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, like his cabin boy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he like <laughs> carries him and out of bed and like showers him and <laughs> jerks him off. And Do you think <laughs> David Cage was like encouraging that? He was like. Life is short. If one thing I have learned from making Terrible, art, making art, <laughs> making, trying to reinforce racial stereotypes for a modern audience, I have learned is life is short. Uh, twenty nineteen, Resident Evil two. Twenty nine, yeah, pretty good. That's, that's all right. Yeah. Sekiro is good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think that's one of the most thematically coherent from games. I think your, Disco Elysium. I think your mom is thematically coherent. <laughs> well, thank you. This this year had two of my favorite games in a long time: Disco Elysium and Death Stranding in 2019. Uh, 
Those are pretty good. Plague Tale Innocence, yeah. I know people like that. I like that too. Yeah. I liked um, it, but I wouldn't say it's like best. It made me like believe in video games again. No, but that never happened. No. So. No, but it was <laughs> better than it should have. It looked like it would be, kind of. Considering how uh, like an annoying like French boy like uh, or British boy being like sister, he's what's it, what's her name Save in me. it? The sister. It's like Ama Amelie. <laughs> it's not Amelie. He's always like, "Come help me." He's so annoying in the second one. <laughs> oh god! And then spoiler. Spoilers for the Plague Tale record. Does it become a rat? He like becomes like fucking rat king, not like the you know where the tails are all together but like the king of the rats oh he's like he, he does a turn he becomes bad and it like turns into this whole like apocalyptic thing of like humanity is fucking garbage let's just have the rats eat us all um i guess that kind of follows 2020 not a great year for games no the, fantastic year for uh for viruses fucking <laughs> the fucking wikipedia world politics for games in 2020 <laughs> has some sections in it. There's a whole... Do you think yeah. there's like a, a virus, like like viruses have a Wikipedia and they're like best, you know, notable events and then it's just like 2020, they're like, all the viruses, they see that and they're just like clapping. Uh, that, was, like, that was, that was, that was yeah. <laughs> it took us a whole fucking century to get back to our heights, back when we were really, you know, it's definitely 2016 then of the last 20 years to answer that question. It's 2016, right? <coughs> yeah. For me, it's that or 2019. 2019 made me those those games made me feel something. It also made yeah. me. Get and you were you didn't like Titanfall two, Reed? No, Titanfall two is whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little serious. I'm gonna get a little serious with it now. I'm gonna get a little <laughs> serious with it because in what? in 2016 sure. there was also that game. Uh, that Dragon Cancer. Do you remember that game? Oof. Yeah. And that was yeah. like, that that took some fuck. I mean, this is like a it's a it's a sexist phrase, but that took some fucking balls. That game. That was like well, really special. Mm. Um, was it? I haven't played that. Yeah. I mean, I interviewed them before they released it, like the day before mm -hmm. they released it, and. In terms of it, it just kind of like put into perspective. There's so many kind of like independent games and games that have come out kind of up until then, where the makers were kind of talking about, yeah, you know, we're putting a bit of ourselves into it, and it's like my story, and it was always like really sort of diluted and euphemistic, and just just mm. really like the most minor kind of interpretation of whatever theme it might be. And then that Dragon Cancer came out, and it's like this is what this is like art. This is like fucking bearing your soul. Um, mm. it just took like real goddamn guts that game. Yeah, that that one was that one was special. And I said like, well, I should play that one. I, yeah, they I, they use. Like, I never feel in the mood. Really, no, obviously you know? it's not. It's not like yeah. yeah. They use. Like, actually, it actually might be interesting to do a month on. They use like actual. Sure. <laughs> they they use like actual audio from like, you know, oh, horror Christ. movies. No, but it's like it, there's there's also like a joy in it as well and. It's, it's, I, I know, I know, you know, I know. It's about but like it's also. It's a it, it's a really like powerful kind of celebration of their their life and uh, yeah, it's just it's just really mm -hmm. wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah. That that to me kind of again kind of 
says that 2016 was... I wonder, too, if it's in a... Uh, the one thing that just popped in my head about that too is it's probably on the short list of games that actually like have something to say about religion, right? Like, yeah, abs- actual, like, absolutely, absolutely. Which, like not not in some simplistic kind of yeah. uh, mythological yeah, like, me- fanta- fantas- fantasy. Yeah, which is so absurd that you can probably count on a hand like the the number of, of video games that actually grapple seriously with mm. with religion maybe that's a topic for next time as well what's a what's a good religion game such as they exist everybody's um, gone to the rapture well i know <laughs> yeah I'm actually, i know we always end up back serious there, answer there's yeah. an art there's a thing from back in the day i forget where we put it but uh, jed presgrove and i sort of did a letter series about that mm-hmm. um sort of from the perspective of a uh, uh someone who's a christian and someone who's a, a non-believer and the problem is you eventually end up on things where it's like the philosophical things where it's like, well, I guess we could just continue to talk about this for the rest of our lives. Mm. And, and maybe one of us might change our minds or never will, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the fundamental questions, right. In life. That'd be good though. Well, is that if... what it, it, you guys ended up talking more on the level of whether or not religion good? Well, no, but I think I was saying something about how, I think part of what it boiled down to is that I think I'm sort of was on the wavelength of it and what, and you know, to be completely like sober and honest here, like it's, I find that game like moving because I, I think it posits a, uh, kind of like an outlook that's like kind of a humanist sort of agnostic outlook while still leaving room for kind of a belief in the like spiritual power of nothing but humanity. Um, kind of like collective mm-hmm. uh, yeah. sort of like a, a collective joy and, and something that transcends kind of like the, the barriers of, of just like really mundane stuff, but isn't actually, you know, um, proselytary. Like, like, yeah. And, and doesn't, su- you know, doesn't need to suggest that there is a God as such, you know, as a, you know, like a monotheistic kind of like God figure um, to, to do so. And, and then I think, the thing is you end up and it's a personal thing and it's a big conversation is how you kind of define God. And, and, uh, if you subscribe to a a specific religion, then how that's going to shape your conception of God. And, and, and I think you, you know, it's back in the day, people used to kill each other over, (laughs) over these issues. It reminds me of like when down where it's like religion is also culture. Right. Yes. So that's that's a good like religion game too in my mind because it's like. It's that's actually that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one for that as well. Like it mm-hmm. is sort of just soaked into everything. Yeah. And one of the best portrayals of like what the devil means, I think, in a game too, right? Like, mm-hmm. kind of the Abrahamic devil. Anyway. The devil. But you do walk pretty slow, and everybody's gone to the rapture, so. Yeah. It's- Stupid ass game. It's stupid ass <laughs> fucking stupid game. That's, just... that's the other problem with it, you know. It's all of those things that you it's all those things that you just said, but it's also a stupid dumbass game. <laughs> <laughs> Both really good points. I feel like I don't know what, what side yeah, to go on. That's that's my repulse, is like, yeah, it's all about God and shit, but it's also for fucking stupid ass bullshit <laughs> for babe for stupid babies 
Uh, okay. Imagine, Come on. Imagine man. reviewing that Dragon Cancer and just being like two out of ten. Oh, I know. <laughs> no <laughs> one. Surely no one reviewed it though. You just can't. Yeah. It doesn't. No, it, you, you write a feature about it, right? It's not it's... swimming in that fucking channel. Yeah, but you should be able to review that still. I know what you mean. Uh, this is a but, but not, not is, with a. This is not a topic I feel like qualified to begin discussing. Not not with an out of ten, so. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it can't be like an enthusiast review. It can't be like in you know graphics three out of ten. Um, but you could write a you could write a review if you're if you're good. If you're up if to you the challenge. This is writer extreme mode. <laughs> Most game journalists can't handle it. Flipping my, I'm, I'm stylishly flipping my sty, my my uh, my pen, my fancy pen, into my pocket. Between your fingers. Into oh, my, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's even cooler. You know, like you know, like how Blaskovitz's face changes when you scroll through the difficulties in Wolfenstein. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like you know go hurt me your mommy yeah exactly like the bottom one is <laughs> reviewing that dragon cancer <laughs> fuck All right. I like to think of when you give a lower score to an anticipated video game on a on a big review that's gonna be read by a lot of people that's like the hurt me more yeah that's like the yeah that's just the, pure masochism You're bring like, it on yeah there. give me the bad give me the comments yeah yeah <laughs> I don't. I don't give a shit anymore. I'll make a political statement yeah. in a review. About little do, little do you shit. know. Every, every time you give me a negative comment, the dildo in my ass vibrates. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm, I'm one of those like machines that fucks you in the ass. And every, every time, every time there's like a retweet that, like a quote tweet, it speeds up a little bit. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm live streaming it. I've got one of those like ring lights and iPad. You get a Kotaku in action thread. It just starts like going to hyper. Do you, do you guys hear about this? <laughs> Game journals are hooking up sex toys to themselves and yeah, generally pleasuring themselves from our bad reviews. I give Starfield five out of ten. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> I think Starfield promotes a kind of white colonialism. <laughs> Where's the representation in Starfield? There's no representation in Starfield. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like coming out. I know like, you could change your character, but the guy in the cover is white. Pronouns. These are good. It's like, this recent Call of Duty game made me think about things that happen in the world. Oh, like you're coming out after like eight hours and you're just like a husk. It's just like no, <laughs> no protein left in your body. <laughs> it's like E.T. when he's found in the riverbed. <laughs> yeah. You look like, uh, you like Christian Bale in The Machinist. So like, what have you been doing? It's like, oh yeah, I, I posted a review about stuff. Yeah, posting my review. Yeah. yeah. I've been writing about games. <laughs> okay. That's probably, that's a good place to We'll leave, leave it, it there. Thank you for listening. And uh, if we did put this on the Patreon, thank you for subscribing. If we didn't, then please do subscribe. Um, what we're hoping for, I'm going to, I'm just going to like be, be totally transparent. Basically, we're hoping to increase the rate that we pay our contributors this year. Um, we, we bumped it up last year. 
and we'd like to bump it up again. We, we, we want to give people more money for, for their contributions. So that's our kind of central goal this year. And obviously the more that we, uh, you know, the more subscribers that we have, the, the easier uh, it is for us to do that. Um, so yeah, yep. when, and, when you subscribe and, and better microphones too, and better microphones, that's another one. Yeah. But we're going no bullet points. It's uh, it's straight farm to table. You know, we, we, we get your, uh, we get your donations and that goes straight into the pocket of our writers. So yeah, if you're not subscribing, please go to bulletpointspatreon.com and give whatever you can. It's also no, farm to table that. because we have to feed the bullet points pigs. Yeah. Yeah. In the basement. And it's because we, we all have a strict no antibiotic stance. <laughs> you should see the shit that's coming out of Ed's open wound right now. Yeah. Open wound I've had since yeah. 2015. Please, we need to go to the ho- Ed needs to go to the hospital. Yeah. Please, no, money. no, it's, it's farm to table, purely organic. Yeah, mm-hmm. you need to go to the the end of no antibiotic hospital. I've got I've got one of those like Amish beards and the kind of like straw hats. Yeah. And that's, yeah. yeah, that's how I do all my articles. It's all the only right. way to get the, the real criticism. Are we done? <laughs> We're That's done. Right. Bye. I think. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 I've always wanted to like go inside a video game and eat some coins and kick Luigi in the nads. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> uh, let's see here. These ones look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just put these on here. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> these graphics are amazing. Wow. <laughs> It looks like we're really in some kind of a mall or something. Yeah, it looks just like real life, but it's a little bit darker. <laughs>